0: Young women have been growing up with an indoctrination of what womanhood is and what it should be. They've been taught everything that is in direct opposition to the Word of God. Young women who want to be different from the world are rare, but they are real. On this rare but real podcast, Audrey Brogy will often be joined by her daughter, Grace Anna, and her daughters-in-law, Maureen, Kessett, and Marilyn, who desire to be discerning in a day when everything seems to go against God's design. Join them in the journey of becoming rare but real. It takes courage and conviction. And now, Audrey Broglie. Hey, I am so glad to be on the podcast today with my daughter-in-law, Kessid. And if you've been listening to this series on discernment, you know that I did the first one uh, solo to kind of tell all of you where we're going. And then I have done the last two with my daughter-in-law, Maureen, and I've learned so much. That's one of the greatest things about doing this podcast. Obviously, we want to bring glory to God. We want uh, women to be edified. Um, But it's also been such, a wonderful thing for me just as a mom and a mom-in-law to have these conversations with the women that I love the most in the world and um, and so I'm so thankful for that um, and I'm so grateful to the Lord that I have um, these girls who love Christ with all their hearts and want to honor Him and bring glory to Him as well so I'm grateful and I, I, um, I just I, I don't even know how else to say I'm just so grateful <laughs> I'm so grateful I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. <laughs> and Kesed's here. Abounding in Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. I am. It's, and, and I always think about it, Kesed, because all of y'all are just people that, you know, Carl and I have prayed for, for, you know, and just like uh, Christian parents do. They pray for the spouses of their children should the Lord call their kids to be married. And, um, and just to see over the years, I've lived long enough to see so, so many... Answers to futuristic prayers, um, things, and see God's handiwork and His grace and all those things. But one of the things I pray for, too, is that those coming up behind me, whether it's my girls and then my grandchildren and then the children yet to be born, that they would hold fast the faithful word. First, that they would come to know the Lord early in their lives, then they would hold it fast, that they would grow in the grace and the truth and the knowledge of God's word, and that they would would be discerning, that they would know the scripture so well that they would know who to listen to and who not to listen to. And again, just by way of reminder, the passage in Colossians, and I'm going to read a couple of verses. Sometimes I read it all, but therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted, firmly rooted, firmly rooted, and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and and overflowing with gratitude, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception, according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. And really, that just kind of sums up so much of what what, mm-hmm. by God's grace, we want to do on the podcast, but also... So specifically in this um, series on discernment and Kes I don't know, I've, I've felt I felt particularly burdened um, about doing the discernment thing because, um, you know, again, as long as I've lived and then, then when I see so many women being influenced by uh, influencers who are not good influencers, but they are wrapped up in Jesus talk. Or they throw out the Jesus talk, or they have a few phrases that they've picked up, and so many women are not discerning enough to know that, no, this is not a good person to listen to or to be my companion. You know, one of the things Maureen and I talked about a little bit is, um, you know, how the Bible says, um, he who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools Mm -hmm. suffers harm. And we often think about companions, companions being people we hang out with, physical people we hang out with. But now in this day of technology, we're hanging out with, we have companions who we don't actually know Physically, but we're so influenced by them. And if we're always surrounding ourselves and listening to things that are foolish, then it's we're going to suffer harm. So with that all said, um, I want to hear from you. And one of the things I had asked Maureen and I will ask Grace Anna. Um, is, you know, as you're navigating life and raising your girls and um, being a helper to your husband and you know what the Word of God teaches, and um, as much as you can at your age and study of the Word, you're, uh, you're firmly rooted and build up in Him and continuing on that journey. How do you decide with all of uh, the stuff that's out there, what you'll take in and what you will just say, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to partake of that. So give it, you know, do you have some principles that Yeah. You, yeah. So you talk and I'll basics. be quiet. <laughs> well, I, part of, part of it is
1: thinking through things. I just, there's just not that much time, you know, mm-hmm. in general, in a day, the day right. is so full. It's so full of instructing my kids and making dinner and you know, engaging with neighbors and doing stuff for our homeschool co I just I feel like there is not that much time. And so, you know, as we know from Ephesians, like we are supposed to uh, make the most of our time mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the days are evil. That so we've gotta be careful how we walk. And so the first and foremost thing the the, the ruler by which I judge every other thing that I am like listening to or engaging, because certainly, I mean, you're folding laundry. It's really nice to have something to be able to listen Mm -hmm. to. Like that's, that's, I think that's such a gift. That's, that's such a gift that as we go about our day, I, I remember getting, you know, wireless headphones (laughs) with my phone and it just being like, Whoa, how did I live without this? Right. So, I mean, there is some time to, to take this, take in these extra voices but Mm -hmm. there's not a lot and if you have a whole lot of time to take in extra voices that's probably that's like problem number one like Mm -hmm. are you not being working heartily and engaging in enough and and if the measure or the ruler by which I'm going to judge everything is God's word then I need to be studying God's word and that's that's another thing that takes up time so a lot of, of my time listening to people um, is actually listening to the, the man who does the voice on the Bible, you know, read aloud. <laughs> Absolutely. Read the scripture. So <laughs> listening to God's word and taking time to study God's word and then listening to sermons uh, about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so for it's funny, I'm doing a kids' small group, uh, where we're studying the Psalms, and one of my favorite pastors to listen to, Dr. Carl Brogy, <laughs> does not have a lot of sermons on the Psalms. I'm like, <laughs> where? I was searching, because I really like whenever I'm, yep. you know, going to be leading a Bible study, I, I enjoy, besides, you know, doing my own study of the Word, listening to to pastors um, that I trust and appreciate, and I was like, oh, Right, you need to do a psalm series anyhow <laughs> um so that so it's scripture so i myself need to be in god's word before i'm absolutely getting everybody else's opinions about things and you guys have talked about that but then even when i think about okay so who am i going to listen to for you know preaching on these subjects and this is where i mean a piece of me is like i'm spoiled
0: mm-hmm. i
1: have wise counsel from my mother Mm -hmm. from my mother-in-law uh when I want to listen to a pastor sermon I can listen to my father-in-law my father my brother (laughs) um so or my brother-in-law I was like I actually just have a lot of of great options but that's what I would say maybe as you're um kind of picking who to listen to your own pastor of Mm -hmm. your own local like if you are Mm -hmm. if you miss a sermon like Go ahead if you know and trust them, and you're under their leadership. Like that's a great person or someone you know through a ministry that that you have been encouraged and challenged by. Listen, listen to people you know or even flesh and blood that you uh, have relationships with, mm-hmm. um, because I do think that is a bit of, of a piece that's missing as just like actual relationships with people. And I know that there are plenty of women who are not um, blessed with mothers-in-law and aunts and sisters and, you know, moms that can speak God's word into their lives. Um, But hopefully you're part of a local church and there Mm -hmm. are older women there who are walking the good walk, who can look at your life and you can look at their life and see, you know what? They have a track record. Of faithfulness across decades. Mm -hmm. And I see how their ministry is affecting people around them. And I want to learn from them rather than, you know, some 30 year old who who does her hair nicely and has, you know, witty (laughs) comebacks or whatever. So I I just think that that's a piece of it. It's like, make it a little more connected. Mm -hmm. Because also, there are times when there's advice given that like it's for you and it's not for someone else and the way they would hear that advice it's it's not for where they're at and so that's mm-hmm. what i think that personal connection can be like knowing where you are um knowing your your bent your personality even that that's where a lot of that can come in of just like this is god's word and god's word it speaks to every situation and i'm going to like draw you to that in your current stage, knowing Mm -hmm. where you are anyway. So
0: that's it. Well, Kesan, I love that. I love that you point back to pastors and the local church, especially of course, if women are in good churches where the pastors, um, faithfully teaching the Word of God. And we need to, as women, be praying for that, you know, that that we'll have faithful pastors who won't be afraid to stand on the truth of God's Word and who will actually teach it, knowing that there are people out there who want that. They don't want to be entertained anymore. They don't want to hear all these little stories or illustrations. I mean, those are fine to be sprinkled in every once in a while, but that shouldn't be the bulk of it. Um, and, and so encourage that. But... Um, it made me think when you were talking how so often women don't value the flesh and blood women who are in their church. They, it, sometimes it seems like women either only value big names or or they only want to be big names, you know, they want to be that influencer. So therefore, a lot of women of all ages look to the big name woman out there who um, has this huge following rather than a woman who's just faithfully serving constantly in her church, and she is living out Christ's principles. And they don't think, you know what, I want to I want to find out, I want to ask her some questions. I want to, Mm -hmm. you know, mentor, I mean, let her mentor me. I don't mean that you overwhelm some woman and say, hey, will you mentor me? I don't mean that. But I mean, just asking their opinions on things or what do you think about this or reaching out to them? Because again, I've lived long enough to know that there are young women who don't reach out to seasoned older women because they think because they think they know everything and they're better at everything and that was just the older generation there's some of those kinds and and but then there's also older women who feel intimidated by that and so they don't offer anything i mean it goes both ways you know in that regard yeah but but i think that's a sad thing that that you know there's not more connectedness within the church of um of of women who just reach out to each other godly people. And I'm not talking about somebody yeah. who's just some floater, but I'm talking about, right. you know, someone who is seasoned and who has learned some things and who has walked with God for a long time, you know. Well, and a
1: lot of times, too, I think we just want our, our ears tickled. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, if I come to somebody who, you know, is here at my local church, then they're going to speak into my life versus me looking for somebody out there who's saying what I want to hear already and a line instead of it just being, Hey, this, I'm speaking into this, you kind of gravitate towards um, the person who's saying what you want to hear. I mean, it's natural. We, that's what we're drawn to. Right. Uh, And that's another thing that I, I feel like when I'm thinking about, Oh, whether this person is somebody worth giving my time to and listening to, it's like, do, are they being morally courageous? Like, mm-hmm. are they speaking into, are they reading the culture and speaking into it? Or are they just kind of getting on the bandwagon yeah. of what everybody else is talking about? And C.S. Lewis in uh, Screwtape Letters, uh, I think <sighs> Screwtape's getting, I think he's getting advice. And, and he says this, this is kind of like how to, how to manipulate people. The use of fashions in thought is to distract men from their real dangers. Mm -hmm. We direct the fashionable outcry of each generation against those vices of which it is in the least danger and fix its approval on the virtue that is nearest the vice, which we're trying to make endemic. Mm -hmm. The game is to have them all running around with fire extinguishers whenever there's a flood and all crowding to that side of the boat, which is already nearly gone under. And so that for me, when I'm wanting to listen to someone, are they really passionate about things that are not a danger to the church? And they keep calling out, and that—that's the other thing. I hate when people are always like accusing the church. Oh yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, this yeah, about yeah. the church, and that it's like, hey, that's the bride of Christ. Mm-hmm. So before you choose to condemn, quote the church, like you right. might want to just take it back a couple steps and, right. and use some more humble language. But um, yeah, I think if if somebody is really amped up on something the entire culture is on top of. And really it, it's not, um, it, it's not, it is a danger and that you're, they're right. It, it is a sin, but it's like, yeah, everybody is with you against this, except for some random fringe, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they're, they're like saying, oh, you know, we don't want to be too puritanical when the <laughs> culture is like, rejecting mm-hmm. the notion of holiness and, mm-hmm. you know, jettisoning that out. Um, you just think like, hey, I don't think you're really reading the moment here yeah. at all. So that, yeah. that's something for me that I'm like, mm, I, if you're just on the cultural bandwagon, I like, thanks. I, I already got the memo.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: That's another, another piece of it. Oh, and this is another thing. I, I love getting good, Good encouragement, um, admonition from dead people. <laughs> I just think <laughs> yeah. like they like if somebody has run the race to of the end well and, <laughs> and written a book, or you know, and I can and and it has stead, stood the test of time. Then yeah, that yeah. to me is is typically going to be where I want to go. Um, like I had a I had a time with. I think it was after Agnes was born, my fourth, and I was really just struggling with a sense of dread. And it felt like spiritual dread. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what is happening? And um, I remember one, some, some girls at church that I wasn't like extra close with, but we, we did like a little preschool thing with the girls. One of them was like, oh, how are you doing? I thought, well, you know, I guess I'll be honest. Like, I just like, you know, not mm-hmm. so great. And I kind of talked about it. And this person that I didn't know well, but who was in my church, I feel like I regularly went to her for um, counsel, just spoke words of life to me, mm. like just encouraged me. And then another friend of mine sent me a Spurgeon sermon mm. and mm. it was about Peter. And it's like, hey, Peter, quit looking at the wind and the waves. Look at right. Christ. Right,
0: right, and, right. And, um...
1: And so she so it's like, okay, so I got uh, a a girl from my congregation who I wasn't super close with, and then Spurgeon. thanks yeah. thanks for <laughs> you know both of those so um I do think is your is you're consuming things that mm-hmm. yeah seeing somebody who who ran the race and and or yeah, even Richard Sibs, another he's a a Puritan. Mm-hmm. And the bruised reed mm-hmm. uh, and the smoking flax is a is a book he wrote, and that was an incredibly encouraging thing to me. And he talks about discernment in there, and it discernment not just being like seeing what's wrong or what's uh-huh. you know against scripture, but seeing what is good, right. discerning what is good and what is like, um, you know, life giving and of the spirit. And so that's something for me. I can struggle with being maybe prideful about discernment mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. it's like, well, these bozos, you know, they don't really see what's going on here. But actually I also, can I discern, Hey, the, this is a good work of the spirit in this person's life in my, you know, local body. And, and I want to be encouraged and pray for that person and, and, and instead of always seeing what's wrong with everybody, yeah. but just see like, Hey, I see, I see how the Lord's working in all these people's lives in different ways. Right. Um, anyways, I just think the Lord has used lots of means. He's used flesh and blood. And a lot of times he's used people who have run the race and finished it yeah and
0: don't don't you and i love and again i love that you brought up the dead people or people who have gone and live and lived and they're no longer with us but we still they still speak you know from from how they lived and and what they taught and all that and and that brings up a little bit of a pet peeve for me too because there are those the people out there who want to question the bible all the time they start they start saying disparaging things about these people who've lived well. I mean, they attack sometimes mm-hmm. the dead people who've lived well. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the dead people who apostatized, but I'm talking right. about people who've lived well and it's like, well, but yeah, they did this and and yeah, but this or they look up things and try to say things about them and they're not even here to defend themselves anymore. <laughs> and, and but that the but moral but,
1: superiority yes. It's breathtaking, isn't it? Yes,
0: yes, and it's like the new enlightenment. And by the way, that kind of brings me to the point of sometimes words and phrases that women, that we as women can look for when we're thinking, if people start using phrases like, you know, my truth, or they start using a phrase like, oh, there's a third way, or even the other day, I was listening to, and I did listen to this podcast by a woman that I, even a long time ago, years ago in our church, we thought about, uh, for a fleeting moment, about maybe she'd be a good speaker to come and get, you know, have her here. But, it, but in recent years, it's like, whoa, what's going on with her? And I would I would hear different things. I think, I need to examine her. Now, we never had her come, but, um, but I started getting a little thinking, what is going on? And so I just looked her up a few days ago and listened to, a podcast, she, I guess she's written a couple of books with a pastor and Basically, they're they're like redoing uh, Genesis one and two and saying, "Now we've always heard uh-huh. that it's been interpreted this way, but now we're learning that it should oh, be interpreted wow. this way." And that's always a danger sign. When when <clears throat> when it, I don't care what it is, if it's like the church fathers and it, and everybody's flawed, people are flawed and they're sinful. But mm-hmm, but the, mm-hmm. but this the Bible's always stood the test of time and this is what's been taught. And this is what's, you know, how it is. And now it's like, now we're so enlightened, just like what Colossians says a little bit later, if you read into the Bible, like a new spirituality, a new, because now we're enlightened and we're gonna give you another way to see this passage. And they were even redefining, she and this pastor, were even redefining some of the Hebrew words. And like, well, we've always you know assumed it meant this, but actually we've learned that it means this and i was just like i just had to like it it kessid i almost like just started bawling because mm-hmm. i i know how many women she has influenced over the years and and um i i don't know i just thought and, and she still has a great she still is a great influencer and and before and i'd love to say her name but I, I want to investigate, although that's enough, really. But at the same time, I want to listen to a little bit more because I always want to be careful, you know. Mm-hmm. But some people mm-hmm. are just out there. And But I thought, man, either she's... And by the way, her daughter, you know, is now um, uses pronouns, you know. So I don't know. It's just like sometimes people... um you know, because this woman has been married like nearly 50 years and all this other stuff. And so my point is sometimes over the years, you find people that you thought were orthodox. You thought they were great, but then they acquiesce to the people that they love. You know, the, their family mm-hmm. members or because I know someone, a really good friend and and this person, they love them. So therefore, God's word, we must look at God's word differently because I love this person rather than, no, I need to love this person to the truth and say, wait a minute, this is not right. And confront that rather than just say, you know, define, even defining love differently, if that makes sense. Totally. Well,
1: and that's, that's the, the kind of both sides of the coin of this where it's like, as you're listening to other people, you want to be careful. And this and it's actually, it shouldn't be a pride thing about being discerning. It's no, no. It's the opposite. It's a humility thing. It's no right. Listen, I'm weak and God's word warns me not to be foolish, mm-hmm. not to be, you know, unwise, to walk carefully, to not be, you know, carried away by, you know, philosophy and into deceit. So these are, we need to be discerning truly because we know how easy it is. To be carried away by these. Things. That's right. So it's a, it's a humility, but also as we're listening to people, even people we, we revere and we love, is just I, sometimes I think people can listen to a a a pastor or some and just be enamored with them, even good, sure, good people sure. who preach God's word, and just knowing people are sinners.
0: That's right. There mm-hmm. we are
1: all, you know still running the race and therefore have have Christ as your mm-hmm. ultimate you, you know you don't need to be a Paul or a Paul you need to be of Jesus right and right. and therefore you're not, you're not going to get your your mind just blown when you find out that somebody's a sinner now obviously if they're doing something you know promoting something heretical or right. living in a way you know affirming right, then you need to cut that out but I, right. I think that's maybe a benefit of being a pastor's kid where you're like oh no this this is a person this is a person who loves the Lord and is laying down their life uh, mm-hmm. day in day out but they're they're still a sinner so mm-hmm. just knowing hey as you listen to someone as you don't be like oh, you're right. They were rude in this situation. <laughs> I like. I can't listen to them anymore. It's like, yeah. Were you rude ever this week? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, it's just uh, a humility of just acknowledging. Yeah, and I want somebody who would. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say,
0: and that well, you- like a rudeness. That's totally different from uh, saying something inaccurate about the Bible. That's totally different than yes. than than accepting some heresy or or loosening, you know, handling foolishly God's word. That's yes. just like, yes. oh yeah, in a moment, you know, I yelled at somebody or whatever. Those or, are just or
1: like a. Or a major moral failing. Yeah, the, like, yeah, it's totally huh. different. From, yeah,
0: different from that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, but you're right. Like, yeah, we we need to. So
1: yeah, we don't hold up as any anybody that we would listen to as like, well, this person perfection. Is just perfection, right? <laughs> right? We're all we're all as sinners, you know, sick, and we're still a, a work in progress, basically. Uh, yeah. So yeah um just being being careful about that yeah and i totally agree with you anybody who's just now made an incredible discovery <laughs> or something <laughs> of in god's word it's like yeah alarm bells need to be going off or everybody's been doing it wrong and we finally figured it's like yeah i do think we want to be uh, just like given a uh, given an easier way out and yeah. that makes sense like ever just Something more exciting than
0: daily faithfulness. Yeah, and, and, and ju-
1: I, I, yeah, and, and
0: I, even and even that sometimes um, people it comes down to okay the the way our culture is going and what our culture is accepting and the more even those who we thought were orthodox. Uh, want to be liked by the world, there are things that you will throw to the wayside because if you really hold it fast, if you really teach what the Word of God says, or even as Maureen and I talked about, just read it out loud, people are offended and they don't like mm-hmm. it, and so therefore, mm-hmm. it is easier to say. Like, for instance, a thing I was listening to recently in Genesis, it's easy to say, "Well, that's not really what God meant." You know, it's just, it's like it's like sometimes you're getting so deceived that you don't even realize that you're saying exactly what the what the serpent said. You know, you're saying mm-hmm. the ex- about mm-hmm. that passage, you know, well, yeah. God, God didn't, that's not, was not his intent, although that's what we've been taught for years, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm talking about an orthodox teaching. I'm not talking about, you know, I mean, and you think about it, um, Kessid, like the, the all the cults they all get started by some like new way of seeing things like mormonism mm-hmm. and a you know, new mm-hmm. way of looking at it and and usually mm-hmm. it's to justify whatever we want to justify in the world and now with this right whole thing, it's
1: like yeah. oh magically this new thing was discovered that also happens to be discovered at the same time the entire culture is moving that direction. You're like, whoa, what are
0: the chances? (laughs) Well, it's even Uh, like I remember hearing Alistair Begg in one of his sermons one time, and this was years ago, but when he was talking about, you know, the roles of men and women in the church and stuff. And I remember he used the phrase, and I've heard it often since then, are we getting our doctrine more from the spirit of the age or the spirit of God? And the more our culture moves away from the truth of God's Word, we're influenced by the spirit of the age and whatever our culture's telling us, whether it's on the men, you know, it used to be just on men and women's roles in the church, but it's moved into gender issues now, not just about roles of men and women, because we accepted it's men and women, but but then, but then that was like first, even among conservatives. And then it moved into, well, what is a woman? And what is a man? And of course, we're, it's, it's like... All these pastors that have our Orthodox have been saying this is where it's going. Although ten, fifteen years ago we're like, no way would it get reached that point. But it's like, right. Wow, we went to sleep and we woke up and it's at that point. You know, where where, exactly. where we're we're accepting lunacy. I mean, you it know,
1: It does seem like evil is just on a fast track now. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's almost kind of frightening.
0: Yeah. The thing
1: the ground we've covered in the last decade in, in a negative way. Um, but God is on his throne. That's right. That's and, right.
0: And speaking of and Psalm, when you mentioned that earlier, which I'll go ahead and say this, cause I, I did tell my teenage friend that I, um, disciple and, um, you know, she she I've been hel- I mean, she's been helping me this this year because um, I teach scripture memory to children on Wednesday nights at our church, and um, it's the first through third graders. And I and I teach them Psalms, and we do Psalm one, we do Psalm eight, we do Psalm thirty four, we do Psalm one hundred. You know, we just have a whole plethora. I keep adding them when when kids learn them all, I, I add more. But anyway, I had just told her it's funny that you brought this up. To day, because I just told her this morning, we were texting some, and um, she's, in fact, she's about to graduate from high school, but she... Um, I told her I said well in woman's life in September I'm going to be teaching verse by verse the psalms that we teach those children to memorize Yay! <laughs> so, so Yay! I'm, t- I'm telling you this is funny Guys, that you this said was that was not even a coordinated plug <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't and that's why I was like when you said that and and part of the what kind of put me on the journey for that of you know because I always pray through what I'm going to teach um because I taught wisdom calls which was in proverbs and up I mainly stayed in Proverbs. I, I camped in Proverbs nine, but then I went. But then the last message in there, I did Psalm one, um, um, one twenty seven and one twenty eight, and then that plus being with the children on Wednesday nights. I'm, and I'm always teaching them what this means and what does this mean—the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked. And I'm all, I thought I just need to teach these psalms to our. To, to woman's life, to the moms who their kids are memorizing these things. So they under, mm-hmm. so it's more than, you know, just memory work, but then there's a handle on it. And we're going to, so we're going to do that in September. Um, you know, to be those four Wednesdays in September or, or longer, we'll see. But, um, but yeah, That's so, but thinking about that, it just comes back to, um, so much of the scripture and so much of what we've, just known what the scripture teaches is today we've turned it upside down and people don't, well, you know, they'll pick and choose. They'll only pick and choose what is comforting and what we like, but we won't, you know, we'll turn everything else up on its head and still claim to be believers. That's the sad thing. Just go ahead and say you've rejected it. Sometimes that's yeah. what, what I wanna say is just go ahead and say you're dead, go ahead and tell people, but that's not the way the evil one operates. No. He doesn't yeah. operate that way. It's always like under the guise of good stuff. And I think Well that's why ahead. Oh, go ahead. no no go ahead just like, like
1: reading reading through God's word like having a you know plan to read through the Bible in a year or read through the Bible in a couple so you're not always like oh I'm gonna do this for study on this and that there's nothing wrong with of that. of course I, of course I've had a great experience with studies of scripture but just you'll get amazed by the things you get exposed to in God's word oh no, no and okay. it's, it's always surprising and it and and it is so juxtaposed I know. The, the rules of today and the, and the norms of today. And it's like, Hey, this is its own thing and it's living Mm -hmm. and this needs to be the formational thing. And if you're in God's word and being formed by it and you desire for that to be the authority over you rather than for you to be the authority over yourself, Uh then you will be discerning because you'll say, God, I want to know, what is wise. I right. want to know what you have for me, not what the what the world wants me because the world Satan he wants you. He wants you to That's be right. under his dominion. That's right. And so and the world's going to be working hard with him to make that happen. You say, "You know what? Even though you're packaging that nicely and it seems like this is this is kind of what everybody's pushing right now, I don't want to be under your dominion. I want to be under the word of God." And you right. He'll give you the wisdom he Right. promises to.
0: Right. And I love, you know, you mentioned Ephesians earlier, and I think it fits with a lot of what we're talking about. Well, of course, the Word of God always fits with, with everything we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this um, in Ephesians chapter four, when it says, and he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers, And what's the reason for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature, which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men. By craftiness in deceitful scheming, but speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. And I think about that. Of course, the passage goes on. I could keep reading it and it's just like, so. yeah, I know. You're <laughs> it's like, like keep yeah, going. So good. <laughs> well, in fact, I will read this next yeah. verse and then I want to make a comment. It says, So, this I say and affirm together with the Lord that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk, which is just what you were speaking to, Kesed, in the futility of their mind, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Because because of the hardening of their heart and they having become callous having given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness I mean God's just telling us why we're the way we are and what we've accepted because and in, 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 I mean it jumps off the page right there giving themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness that's where we are and it certainly explains the futility of people's minds even that upside down mind that Romans 1 talks about and then he goes on to the believers says but you did not learn Christ in this way If indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him just as truth is in Jesus, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. We're not going to do that if we're constantly filling, filling our minds with all the garbage of the world and all the... Feudal um, speculations and all the stuff, even Kessie, that made me think of what you were talking about earlier of people who they're just attacking the church. And the reason they're attacking the church is they don't like what God's word says. I mean, even this passage, we don't want to say, no, um, you know, we can give ourselves to sensuality. We can be attracted to whoever we want to. We don't, we can, you know, engage in this or engage in that and we can still name the name of Christ. No, no, that's the sign that you've never been. Born again, and um mm-hmm. and God's word is so plain, and and you know we're reaping the benefits, or no, we're reaping not the benefits that was the opposite of a benefit. We're reaping the well, whirlwind of pastors not teaching the word of God. Mm-hmm. You know these. This is the well. One. This goes. Go ahead. This
1: is my one of my favorite Audrey quotes. Like so just obey what you know. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's you. I don't know. Yep. Yep, like, yep. 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 And it's like yeah, <laughs> we want it to be gray and confusing mm-hmm. and camp out there. And it's like. Hey, are you doing the simple, plain, straightforward things in yep. God's word? And yep. then he'll grow you. You will grow in wisdom. That's right. But you won't if you're compromising in just the plain, obvious ways that God's word calls you not to compromise. Yeah, and... and, um, and, and, and as the,
0: and, and, and redefining it, anyway. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're right, yeah. because redefining it and making it say what you want it to say, and say, you know, it comes back to that, did God really say thing? And you're right, the obey what you know phrase, I don't know, I think I got, I, I was quoting this, um, John fourteen twenty one so much, and it says, He who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and will disclose myself to him. At some point in my life, that just like, you know... um just really resonated in my life in terms of, I want to be an obedient person. And I want to obey even when I don't want to obey. Because, you know, it's no real Mm -hmm. test of obedience if you want to do it, even if it's the right thing. But it's when you don't want to do it, that's the real test of obedience. And I remember struggling with some stuff in my life that I didn't really want to give up or that thought I was trying to rationalize and say, well, there's there's nothing really wrong with that, you know, but I knew there was. And, but I remember that verse because God speaks through his word. And it's like, you know, he who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And in this part, And I too, I will love him and will disclose myself to him. I will show myself to him. I will reveal myself to him. He shows you more and more. I remember just thinking at that particular time in my young adult life, I want God to continue to reveal himself to me. I want to know how to, what the next thing is. And it was like, I don't know everything, but I know in this one area, I need to obey God. I need to obey him. And it was like deciding I'm going to obey him And and I'm going to obey him when I didn't want to obey him. And it was just like that. That's
1: faith, right? That is the exercising of our faith It's obeying. It's like, I have a friend and we kind of now, because we've been going through Hebrews 11 with the kids at the co-op. And it's like, by faith, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah herself received the power of conceiving. By faith, all these things. And it's like, we kind of say, by faith, you know, so-and-so did this even, you know, she basically, oh, maybe your husband thinks you should do this and you, like, you're like you like, well, you know, I think it'd be more efficient or whatever, but like, okay, you know what? By faith, I'm going to go ahead and believe that this is the authority that God put in my life. And so I'm going to follow his lead on this. Mm-hmm. By faith, uh, you know, we're the kids are tired from this or that, but we're going to go to church anyways, because, you know, we shouldn't mm-hmm. neglect
0: this, gathering assembling, with yep. God's
1: people. Yeah. And so it's just like, okay, so this, this doesn't seem like what I want to do right now or what, like if I was just going to rationalize what makes more sense or mm-hmm. what I think is better, but you know what, by faith, I'm going to trust God's word and I'm going to go ahead and just do this. Right.
0: Um, right. Or, or by faith, I'm going to stop doing something that I don't want to stop yeah. doing, you know, and I'm not even talking yes. about sometimes yes. overtly, criminal or, or overly ta- yeah
1: by but, faith I'm not gonna chalk our family schedule full of like all of these <laughs> things that I think you know should happen so right. the
0: kids could be right you know or I'm gonna quit watching some series that I really thought was yeah. fun but now it's moving in a direction and it's like oh but yeah. you know not all of it's that way but God's but God's clearly convicting and then it, you mm-hmm. know and then it just like no I I, I I want to, you know, fulfill the desire of my flesh because it's entertaining or whatever. I mean, there's Mm. so many things. By
1: faith, I'm not going to wear a dress, even though (laughs) I don't think it's bad, but like now I'm kind of wondering is this like, you know, it's like, okay, by faith, I'm just going to chuck this dress and.
0: When in doubt, cut it out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Went it out? cut it out. Exactly. Right, right.
0: Exactly. I know. And that's what it's all about. And that's the whole thing of like, we, you know, and then that I think sometimes too, that's why people want to redefine what God's word actually says so that they can say they're being obedient when they're not. Um, because that's why it's like, well, this is okay, or, or we'll take a step away from the the clear you know and and, you know earlier when you were talking about we want to say oh there's a lot of gray areas that there's you know there's a lot of nuance here really so much of the bible i mean yeah there there are gray areas we'll we'll all say that but for the most part it's black and white for the most part it's you know light and dark it's it's the narrow way it's the broad way it's you know and i know i was talking about this a little bit lately with i mean in the last couple days with maureen even when i taught proverbs it hit me like a ton of bricks proverbs nine there's the way of wisdom and there's the way of folly and it's like mm-hmm. you know there's two ways most of them there's two things and you've got to choose you know like th- there's heaven and there's hell there's no third way you know there's no third place that we can go and everything will be like okay you know be, it won't be heaven but at least it won't be hell no there's two yeah. and god always calls yeah. us you know to make a choice and so sometimes it's like yeah i'm just you know and we, and we think we're losing so much When we, you know, if we obey God and actually we're gaining so much, you know, it's like he just, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, but I I will say this, I know we're getting close to how I like to keep this up. I like to keep this podcast between 45 minutes and 50 minutes or whatever. Um, But but I was reminded recently when I was visiting my mom and um, where she's living now and the TV was on and I don't know who had who had put it on the TBN channel. But as we were sitting there, and the volume was down, so you couldn't hear it but, um, as we were talking. But I realized, as I'm looking at all the different things coming I realized if this is what Christian people put on because they don't want to put on junk, oh, you can see why they're totally confused. You know, if they're not, because uh-huh. if you're spending your time in the Word, you're not going to, there was so much garbage in the name, it, claiming to be, believers and I couldn't even believe it even my mom was like what is he doing you know or what is she doing you know or or you know and I just said well we can just I said we can turn that channel she said no i he's jumping around and that looks funny <laughs> I don't know it's just like <laughs> I was like she was discerning some things and I just, but it reminded me Kessid of just the stuff that's out there and 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 people need to know the word of God people women need to be discerning and not just they see a little pithy saying that someone puts up on you know, just puts up and, and it's the pithy saying that they cling to rather than the word of God. Um, or that sounds good and, and, you know, or I like that story or that particular thing just gave me goosebumps and, you know, or I, whatever, that, that kind of feeling, or I like the stories that they tell, or that resonates with me, and putting their all their eggs in that basket rather than, rather than the objective truth of the Word of God. And God's That's Word good. is not nonsense. It's not crazy town. It's not, you know, um, it's not always about making us happy, you know, or giving us everything that we want in this life. You know, it's a call to to take up your cross and follow him, mm-hmm. and his way mm-hmm. is 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 the hard way. It's not the easy way. Yeah, yeah his burden yeah. is easy and his yoke is light, but it's not an easy way. And um, and I mm-hmm. think that's what so often women want. It's why a good so- way. That's right. Yeah. And yes, and it's the peaceful it way. It yields. It's way, yeah. Absolutely. It's it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness, and there's like that inner witness in your heart when you that God, you know shows you and, and develops in you with, with, a, with the, Holy, the Holy Spirit who in, indwells us, that, um, that there's nothing like walking in obedience with Him even when it's hard and even when we're doing the mm-hmm. things that He calls us to do that we don't want to do or we stop doing the things that He wants us to stop, and, but we want to keep on doing them you know, both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are interesting days, and it's an inter- they're interesting days to raise a family. And, um, and I know, you know, I pray and you girls know this, I pray not only for y'all and your husbands, you know, in your case, uh, your husband is my son. And so I pray for him as he, he leads your family and you, as you are together, y'all lead those girls and, and as you disciple them and mentor them and get the word of God into them, um, that, that there's, I'm in, I'm in your corner and, um, and always praying. So um, anything else before, we, uh, cl- before I close us in prayer? Kessa, did you want to say?
1: No, I just, um, yeah, just want to admonish people from Ephesians chapter 5. Mm-hmm. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Mm-hmm. Therefore do not be partakers with them. For you were formerly darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even in, expose them, for it is disgraceful even to speak of the things which are done by them in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light. For everything that becomes visible is light, and for this reason it says, Awake, O sleeper, arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time, because the days are evil. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Mm. So that's our call. Yes. And, it's, and it's not the short circuit, quick path around, but it's the long, steady way. Um, and it's the way that he, he marked out for us. And mm-hmm. so we should trust trust that
0: that's right if you enjoyed this episode of rare but real be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted and share this podcast with friends follow audrey on instagram and facebook at mothering from the heart and listen to all her messages on the search the scriptures app